The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to another episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. Um, we are recording this the night after the makeup show at Madison Square Garden. There was no snow, but there was Bruce, and there were um, – it's New York. There were celebrities, right? And yeah. including for our on-the-spot direct from the show her voice hears it um super fan and one of my favorite people Allie is here to talk about the show hi jesse hey i gotta tell you i'm loving the sexy voice you like it i like it um i know you just must be exhausted oh you know what i'm exhausted but i'm also i i couldn't go to sleep i didn't fall asleep till 4 30 in the Oh, I, I was so the energy that I was feeling um, after that show, I couldn't sleep. I oh. couldn't sleep. It was it was amazing though. It it, it seems like it. And there's a, several things I want to talk to you about it, but really quick, just for the people who have may not heard your earlier episode, um, Allie is a return guest. Uh, give a quick bio: how many times you've seen Bruce overall, and how many shows on this tour. Okay, so if you don't know me, I'm Allie Scales. I'm from New York City. I last night made my 224th Bruce um, show, and I've seen him, I think it's eight times this tour. It was supposed to be 11 by now, but as you know, in Louisville, <laughs> yes. somebody literally took me out. Yes, uh, <laughs> Allie and I got to meet in Louisville, and we got to share a hug and some beverages and we it was so much fun it to was meet her. yes it was um, that was a highlight that was a big it, highlight absolutely so we talked before the tour started and, <laughs> right right and you and i had the best time talking about uh the people that were complaining about the tour we, we both had some hot tour opinions uh but that's we had not seen the tour right but we let me interject we also yeah. spoke Literally twelve after twelve hours after he announced that he was doing the river in its entirety. Right. This was before tickets went on sale. Yes. But it was you and I literally spoke while it was a, a big topic online. We did, and you know, as you mentioned, you said I thought it was a great point. He's telling you in advance, so if you don't want to go, fine. You you know what you're getting into. Right. You there know, was no bait and switch. No, absolutely all and. 
I have seen four shows on the. Uh, no, I've seen two shows, and I will see. I will be at four by this. the end of yes, by the end of uh, Tuesday night. And I'm going to kind of jump ahead from our agenda, but I have had a lot of people reach out to me and say, and some really big fans that really? said, um, you know, like Sam, my friend, who's you know has traveled for him, he's seen him. You know, Dylan more times, but, you know, he loves it. And he goes, I just don't like the river that much, and I just can't sing it. I can't understand you wanting to see this show when two-thirds of the show is the same thing every night. Mm-hmm. I and these are the answer- same people that buy – let me ask you a question. Are these yeah. the same people that buy DVDs and watch them over and over again? Uh, maybe so. Um, <laughs> you get what I mean? Yes, I do. Tell me what your thoughts on that. Okay. So, as you know, when we spoke right after he announced it would be the river in its entirety, I was I was very excited. One, the river was my 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 in with you know that was my record. That was my record. You know that brought me really into it. I had heard other songs, of course, you know, from Born to Run, but the river was mine. You know, and so I was excited. Now, seeing it from the opening night all the way from last night and in between, it gets better. And I think, you know, when you hear an album of, you know, a double album of that side, size and you, the story arc, you know, there's a story arc in that album. And a lot of the songs, the band, one of my favorite songs, you know, The Price You Pay, was hardly ever played live. You know, a lot of the songs, the band never really played live much and got into it. And I think even, you know, Gary from the beginning of the tour to now and, um, oh, I mean, Jake, forget about it. I mean, he's just, I mean, beyond. Um, I think the band in itself and Bruce in his storytelling and all of them have really now taken this and instead of looking burnt out from it or oh we're gonna play this song again they're more embracing it and it's like this is a story you know and we live this you know 85 percent 90 percent of the members there were part of it you know except for patty and nils and jake yes you know they were a part of it and um you know it is a great story and if you really listen to it and you really listen to um, how from the ties that bind all the way to wreck on the highway, how it goes. It's an, it's like, it's like a Broadway musical, you know, it's like a Broadway musical in front of your eyes, trans, you know, every night. And, you know, I feel the joy this band is playing. Exactly. Um, you and I have talked about this in person and, and I, at the risk of repeating myself, I, I apologize, but, I think this band realizes that the time they get to play together is limited and mm-hmm. they are treasuring every chance Absolutely. they get to be on stage and play together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, I mean, some of them are 66 and 67 already, you know, and they have families and, you know, they've sacrificed for many years and, um, things are going on and, you know, positive things. And I, and, you know, I don't think any of that, I mean, look, I don't think a lot of um, successful people 
foresee and see and say, wow, we're going to be on stage 40 years from now together. You know, I don't think so. And I think like what you said is none of, none of that is lost on them. You know, it's not, they're not, they don't have these big egos and these, this big, these big lives. They actually have similar lives to you and I, for what it's worth. They really do. They are really just normal, normal people. And, um, it's not lost on them. You see it in their faces, the camaraderie, the family that they are. Um, it just makes for, you know, just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I agree with your statement. It's a family and they're there for each other. And the joy they're having playing together is just amazing. Um, I'm going to make you try to pick your favorite child. So do you have a favorite show on the tour so far? Last night. Hands down. Hands down. And I mean, for so many reasons. Um, for it being, um, you know, just, I'm, you know, as you and I have discussed, and I'm going to put it out there because you were kind enough to edit it from our last talk. MSG is not my favorite place to see Bruce. As I did discussed. take that out. Yes. Yeah, but I'm putting it out there now. Okay. I mean, for a lot of reasons, which we don't have to go into now, but yeah. it's it's really not. Now, were you and, at the first MSG show? Mm-hmm, of course. Okay. Of course. And, I mean, home. it's right in my backyard. Yes, yeah, absolutely. literally. Literally, it's less than um, seven miles from my house. So. Um, and in New York, you know, that's only an eight-minute train ride. <laughs> you know? Um, last night, I mean, when he came out, you know, I don't know if you know, when he came out and he's like, and he was so like thankful and grateful and he understood and he apologized and, you know, throughout the night and I'll do something special for you. And it was, you know, you could see he was just like embracing it. And the crowd last night was electrifying. I mean, much more than the first show. Well, much more. Okay. Much more. I mean, literally, literally the ground was shaking beyond. I mean, and I've felt it shake, you know, at other times in the garden. But last night it was, a, a. you kind of looked around at the person next to you and you kind of were like, wow, this is really exciting. Oh, my God, this is really scary. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. And one of the things I know you had said that meeting across the river is special to you. Um, you just, this with, with Clarence passing and it's just, it is something really um, unique and special to you. And how cool that he played that last night and then going into jungle land. Uh, I can only assume that was just hair raising, right? It, it, it was, it was, you know, look, you know, you heard those first few chords from meeting and you just, you know, as much as you're like, oh my God, it's meeting. The next thing you think of, the minute you hear those first two chords is, oh my God, if he goes into jungle line, I'm going to die on the spot. You know, I'm going to, you know, just die. But, you know, and for someone like myself, and this is a little, just a little fact, um, from what I remembered last night, and I went and looked it up, you know, after the show, he had not done that sequence in the U.S. since the birthday show. And I was saying that to someone as we were walking out. I said, no, no, no. And they were like, no, no, he has. I'm like, no, 
He has, but he hasn't done it in the U.S. And the end, since Clarence died, from what I understood, from what I read today, I was on Bruce Space and on um, the Bruce Fanatic app, um, it's only been done five times and now six in that sequence since Clarence. And then, of course, to go into Thunder Road. You know, I mean, we got, you know, last night, I mean, besides The River, we got more than half of Born to Run album last night. You know, it was like unbelievable. So when you had the trifecta of meeting into Jungle and into Thunder Road, you know, people, it was just, it was pure insanity. <laughs> it really was. I don't know if you were watching the scope or anything. Uh, right. Um, it was, you know, I, it was really, it, 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 he took the roof off the place. It really was. I haven't lost my voice at a show in years. And you were, I can hear this. Um, we, <laughs> we talked a little bit before we recorded, and I'll kind of edit this in, but how cool was it to see him, seeing his mom up there <sighs> dancing? Adele. And, I, and there, I cannot find the link. I need to find it to show to my, my bride, Linda, because um, I showed her him dancing with his mom, but... There's somewhere on Facebook, there's a scene where she's dancing by herself and they pan and you see Bruce pointing and then also Just, kind of measuring like, hey, Patty, look at mom. You know? Yes. And Stevie's face, too. Yeah. Stevie kind of looked over, looked at Bruce, looked at Patty, looked at Adele looked back and just got that Stevie chuckle, but not like it obnoxious, you know, just that, like, yeah. oh, my God. You know, because Stevie's known her more than half his life, if not, you know. Because, yeah, I was going to say, they have been friends so long, and uh, so they That's Mama connected. Springsteen. She's, yeah, that is. You know, yeah. And I know from, that Stevie has this amazing relationship, him and his wife has an amazing relationship with her, and exactly what you said, it was like, oh, my God, look at Mom. Look yeah. at Mom. Like, like they couldn't believe it. And she just, you know, look, what happened when he went up there during Ramrod and the two of them booty shaking oh. was priceless. Oh, it was just amazing. Priceless. Yes. But like you're saying, just what, and I had a bird's eye view of her and I actually might have some video I could share with you. Here is a few comments Allie and I had before we started recording about Bruce and his mom. I've cut them in where we were talking about that. So forgive the kind of abruptness. How cool, uh, and we'll talk about this on the podcast, but Bruce and his mom, is, is there I anything mean, come cuter? On. Huh? Come on, right? Is, is there anything sweeter? She, you know what? It's, it's just a reflection, you know, on just that family. And, you know, in, and I, I'll discuss this a little more, but, you know, when you look like, you know, like last week or like whatever, this week, the Rolling Stones played Cuba, you know, like whatever. And, you know, they played, what, 15 songs, I heard. And you look at them and the amount of wives each of them had and the amount of rehabs they've been in. And then you look at Bruce and the band. And then you look at the family. I mean, like when, when Olivia Talon comes, Gary's daughter, he like stands her and dances with her while she's in the, in the section or Jessica. And and Max, when, you know, Max J has played for the band, you know, and and I just think the the whole thing, and from what I've heard from Maureen, 
um, Stevie's wife, who's known Adele, you know, for 40 years now, and we were discussing that she's, what you see is what you get, and, she, but she's also, she's the boss, you, you know, and at the garden, I think it was 2000, I think it was 2012 garden, it was either nine or 12 garden shows, I was behind the stage and to the right of me, so on, um, on, um, Charlie's side, of the St. Charlie Gardner side of the stage, they had a big green sign that said the boss's boss with a picture of Adele. And during the show, Stevie kept going over there and he's like pointing to it, pointing to it. And they finally got the sign on stage. And Bruce was just like, like, like blushing, like, like a little boy, like a child, you know what I mean? Like, okay, that's my mom, you know? And it was... You know, I think she's like this amazing, everything that he's ever talked about her from his childhood and the support, you know, that she was the one to give him and the love in her eyes and, the and, and you know, that's her son and, and, and it's amazing. It's well, amazing. What Linda said was, you know, no wonder he's in good shape. Look at his mom. Oh, my God. You know? The jeans. The he must be in the jeans. And, you know, his sister, who is Damn. right there, yeah. she looks really Fabulous, young. right? She, I would just glance over because I literally had a bird's eye view of her, and she was just enjoying herself. And it looked like some of her nieces were there, and Pam was there. And, you know, um, Patty's brother was there who, you know, they've been together now, how many, 25 years. So like, you know, that's family. And they were all just, you know, she, you know, she was just the leader of the pack and, you know, and yeah, she is she's the, the major. She's the, yeah, boss. She is the boss. Absolutely. <laughs> the boss is boss. Um, that's just so great. Um, fair amount of celebrities. Did you see anyone there? I did. I did. I saw, um, Bruce Willis. I had a pretty good view of him, and who else was right there at one point? Um, oh, Dallas Cowboys, Tony Romo. Yes. Him. Tony Romo and— But I didn't know who he was. I knew yeah. he was someone at the time, but I yeah. didn't know who he was exactly. Yeah. Jason <laughs> Garrett, who's the head coach of the Cowboys— and who played for the Giants as a backup quarterback for a lot of years and is from that area. And um, what's kind of interesting is they had Garrett, and Garrett has a reputation of being a very robot interview, you know, talking about it's a process and we got to work on all three phrases. And someone had him on and asked him about being a Bruce fan. And he lit up, started talking about the... Um, he said, you know, he's seen him, you know, dozens if close to a hundred times. I don't remember the exact number. And he said, which is nothing compared to hardcore fans, but he's, you know, he talked about, he just lit up and started talking about Bruce and how much that means to him. And so, um, I think it's kind of cool that, um, the head coach took the quarterback over like, Hey, you're going. I love it. Yeah, I do too. I love it. Um, do you think. And I'm going to put words in your mouth. I have not seen him that many times. I'm I'm at, you know, 12 and this will make 14. But I feel like this is kind of special, this tour. Do you feel like it is a little bit special? I do. You know, first of all, it's a tour that really was never supposed to be. 
you know, I mean, we all heard what happened when, um, um, he was asked about rehearsing for just like a couple of tour, a couple of shows to promote the, um, river box set. And, you know, his infamous comment now was, well, if we rehearse for two, we might as well do 20. Um, Bruce said, and, you know, when management looked at him, like, really? Like, what do you say? You know, like it was like so like out of it, and then you know knows how to tour planned and and dates, and you know I even have tickets. I mean, they were refunded now for Nils right here, and and Gary had this, you know, um, he was going to do LP a dropping, tour, right? yeah, and they were all, and Stevie has um, some theater work that he's producing um, with some shows, and they all had you know, you know the next you know six months, especially in the past few months, they all had their solo, you know, things going on, you know, and, um, you know, so it was like, you know, this, this was not this planned thing. And, and then, you know, after their first 20 dates and the response to it, and then the addition of the, you know, U.S. dates and then, okay, we're going to take it to Europe, you know, and here we go, you know, here we go. Because We're on the train again, and here we go. Because the Wrecking Ball um, High Hopes tour, you know, was a long. When you look at them as it kind was of very long, you know, if you think of it kind of as one extended tour with a little bit of breaks, you know, they were on the road a long time. Um, but you know, yeah, and you know, but you get the, I guess they got the itch, and it is. Uh, like I said, I, I love the idea that this 66-year-old man is looking back at the songs he did in his 30s and giving it for that perspective is just something really cool. Well, exactly. I mean, when you think, you know, you know, I know a lot of men who prior to this tour, especially, you know, when they would hear Drive All Night, they'd be like, what, you know, really buy me some shoes. Come on, Bruce, you could do better, you know. And now they're like. I get it. And now when you look at it, and he wrote this before Patty, you know, before the idea of Patty, you know, and the idea of this life that he was going to have. And now he's on stage, you know, with his bride of, I think they're married 23, 24 years this year, whatever it is, you know, and someone who he created three beautiful lives with. And you look at him with these words that he, you know, was writing, um, yearning yearning for this and now he's on stage and his life has come you know full circle and his you know his lovely wife is on stage his kids are in the audience sam is at every show because he has this ryan project going on with the veterans which is fabulous in itself what he's doing you know evan's at a lot of the shows um jessica was at a lot on the southern end um you know she's busy now but you know, when he starts to sing these songs like Drive All Night and, you know, Fade Away and all these, you know, I want to marry, you know, look at, you know, look at it, look at this, you know, it's, it's incredible. And I really think, you know, a lot of people were saying, you know, oh, he had no new material and he just repackaged this and, you know, brought it up to, you know, remastered a lot of classics and, you know, it's, it, it's not like touring off an album. No, my friend, it's better. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. I, I almost don't know if another album 
in his career would give you this same exactly as you said rock opera this you know it is a story and there are so many you know and he talked about that right i wanted to make a record that was like a show yeah and it does and um there is so much joy and so much you know sorrow and and things it's It's everything it is it's a full arc it is it is it's a full and and there's more sorrow if you think about it on that album. It's not, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, you take, you know, you know, people don't even understand you take like, you know, such a great crowd pleasing, fun, energetic song, like song, like Sherry Darling, but listen to the words, (laughs) you know, it's not exactly this, you know, even hungry heart. It's about leaving. It's about leaving. I mean, yes, it's upbeat and tempo, but it's about leaving. You know, so people don't realize this whole record is, you know, this whole thing was not exactly, um, you know, this big, you know, um, happy record, you know, double record. It was is actually sad. Yes. Um, Allie, any mm. disappointments besides Louisville where the guy uh, <laughs> fell all over me. you? And yes. <laughs> um, no, he never disappoints, you know, and I think... Yes. I think people who walk away with all this negativity and and they say make these comments and oh this could have been done and this could have been done I I just take it face value because I, I get so angry and <laughs> um and and the the joy of uh, you know watching the Twitter feed while I'm listening to the show. While you're set lusting? Yeah, while I'm set lusting, <laughs> absolutely. There is joy, but every once in a while, you know, when like, oh, Badlands, really? Um, you know, oh, well, he's not done anything original on the, you know, the second set of the tour. And I'm going, you know, just I'm yeah. happy with what I get. Of and, course. Yes. And, and, you know, and every once in a while you get a song that – you don't expect to get, but as we've shared with a lot of people doing the river, there's a lot of songs that people had on their wish list on their Bruce Mingo card that, you know, you're going to get. Yeah. Yes. You know, my husband's favorite song is Cadillac Ranch. You know, you guaranteed it. The price you pay is my favorite all time song. I'm guaranteed it. It's only, it was only played, you know, since the river, tour ended in the 80s that song i think was only played a a dozen times since the 80s of which it was in 209 when he was rehearsing you know he did it in philly and then he did it at the garden when he did the full river album you know so so two of those were you know one was because they were trying to do it to rehearse it and the other was to do the river album and i have to just say this so last night like i said i couldn't sleep and i was um, my, my Facebook notifications, I had, I think like 53 by the time I got home, people tagging and all this. And so I went into one of the groups, which we won't name. And a woman wrote, is it just me or was he a little off tonight? And I really thought about throwing my phone. Like I really like for a moment and I started to comment and I said, you know what? No. I said, I am on such a high right now um, from this show. I'm electrified. I feel it. 
I'm not doing this. You know what I mean? I'm just letting it go away. But I want, I mean, I had, I was, I was ready to just lose my cool with this woman. Like, uh, even like Nils Lofgren tweeted last night, oh my God. Um, like that was like the best show, you know, there's nothing you can say negative about last night except for the negative people. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I, and I don't, yeah, I don't get it uh, at all. Um, I'm not going to keep you much longer, but I did have a couple questions. Do you think the press is more aware or do you think there just are more human interest stories this tour? We have Tom England, you know, doing working on the highway, mm-hmm. you know, Patrick, who was nice enough to be on Patrick. the show. You know, he wrote the, you know, he's note, so great. Tardy, great yes, he was wonderful. Um, you know, and then Bruce actually writing the tardy note for the kid. Adorable. You know, Miss Jackson so adorable. You know, he's had the different he's had the five sisters in Louisville dancing in the dark. Yeah. We've had the two elder ladies. We've had the the bucket list, the lady, you know, dancing with Bruce. How he, about that he's bringing up all other people? Patty. Yeah. Yes. Patty's been to Nils, you know. Yeah. You know, the Elvis, Philly Elvis got to dance with uh, that Susie. Was so great. Yes. Nick, yeah. Uh, um, you know, I think you and I might have touched on this in the last podcast. I never needed to hear Dancing in the Dark again. I never needed to hear it again. Right. And ever since my children have passed 14, I never needed to hear Waiting on a Sunny Day when I realized that they were not being pulled up on stage. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I understand. In saying that, every time it comes on this tour, Dancing in the Dark, I like stand there. That used to be like my bathroom song. Mm-hmm. And not that I really go to but that would yeah, be it. But I know what you're saying. But now, and the woman last night with her that curly hair and she was like owning the stage, like Bruce had a like, she was everywhere. She was fabulous. But the, like you're saying, the people and the the joy and and um all the well like you said Tom and 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 P- Patrick and all these stories and I think again it goes back it circles back to what you and I were discussing prior to this about the pure happiness with the band with them yes. with this and you know look Bruce is not Bruce is the first to tell you he's not a happy person. Yeah, he's a, he's not. And I think, you know, doing for others and seeing this and being is just this is why, you know, like they say, an artist will tell you, I feed off this. I feed off it. Yes. And you're seeing it. You know, last night was actually one of the shortest shows time wise. I think it was clocked in at 315. Um, but yet nobody would think about that. I, I've read that a couple places that. And it with almost a surprise, like it was one of the shortest song numbers and it was one of the shortest time wise, but you couldn't have told because it was so, I mean, they were just saying, you just don't understand how perfect this was. It was, it was, it was perfect. And I've seen a lot of shows (laughs) and I have, you know, 10, like, you know, a lot of us or five that like a really memorable, you know, really like I can remember everything about the show. Last night will be one of them. So last night sounds like you got lightning in a bottle. And how wonderful is that? It's incredible. Absolutely. Okay. Final thoughts. Are you going to go to Europe? Oh, yeah. 
Of course you are. <laughs> no, wait, did I hesitate? Hold no, on. not at all. I actually, I have tickets for the shows already. Yes. I'll definitely be in Paris. I'm always in Paris. I always go to Bursay. Um, I'm sorry, it's not called Bursay anymore. It's called the Accor Arena. Um, that's the 11th and 13th of July. And I'm thinking I'll be in Milan possibly as well. And then we'll see where I go. Well, Milan's before. And a friend of mine and I are actually thinking of driving from Milan to Paris, which in itself is going to be incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. Two crazy Bruce girls. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so good. Why don't you come? Oh, you know, I, I would like to. I'd love get, to. Got to gotta, gotta find the money. But yes, I will. Um, I don't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? We, we're relying on the kindness of strangers. What do you, wait, there's money involved? <laughs> I'm, I don't have the money. <laughs> Allie, thank you so much. It is always a joy always. visiting with you. Um, it is Enjoy Oklahoma and Dallas. And I'm, I will. I'm still thinking of flying into Oklahoma. I know you are. I am. I appreciate Allie joining me to talk about her tour experiences. We are going to have a couple other people join us in the next few weeks that have gone to multiple shows or maybe even their first shows. As always, we welcome feedback. Please send an email to setlustingbruce at gmail.com. I'm available on Twitter at setlustingbruce. We want you to be on the show. We want you to share your Springsteen story. Please download the episodes, pass them on to your friends. That is how we find new listeners. And if you get a chance, go to iTunes and leave us a rate and review. It's always good to hear uh, from people who enjoy the show. And if you don't like the show, email me directly and let me know what I can do better because this is a work in progress and I'm working on the dream. Uh, For now, this is Jesse Jackson. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, can you catch us a ride? Think of my voice, it's like a 900 call. <laughs> I love it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com 
Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.